listen to me very, listen carefully. To me very carefully. I want to present, want to present the moments you've been waiting for. Geeked up radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Geeked Up Radio. I'm Ricky, the Jolly Rancher Commander, along with special guest today, Marty Arredondo. How are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're here, man. I'm glad. Uh, so, you know, me and you've met before. We've known each other for a few months now. Yeah, yeah so, that's right. Uh, but you're you're like an uh, an amazing person because you actually have. Like goals, <laughs> right? Yeah, I got all kinds of goals. I've, I started out when I was really young, and I, and now that I'm even older, I still have more goals, and then hopefully I have enough time to achieve those goals. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, the reason I got you on the podcast today because I think you're very interesting and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and you also have your own record label. Yes, we have uh, Marley Records, which is a independent lo-fi diy kind of label meaning that we don't make no money (laughs) (laughs) just like this podcast we we try not to make money but well it's not that we try not to make money what we focus on more is on the artists and doing promotion Uh so like traditional record labels they're out to like i gotta make some money i don't care if if i exploit the artists or do whatever you know what we do is kind of like get their music and promote it online now that you know, the internet is around. We can, you know, promote it on social media and all that kind of stuff. And um, that's our main focus is to kind of promote new music to, you know, a bigger mass of audience. And uh, at that same time, if we make a little bit of money on the side, that's cool. And whatever we do make goes back into the label to do more projects. And as it, as for me, it being DIY, it means that we do it all ourselves. So in other words, we do all the Printing on the CDs, uh, inserts are all printed by hand. They're all cut by hand. We also release cassettes, and all the cassettes are uh, manually recorded and also printed in-house. So everything's done. We do it all. We don't have to go to an outside source to get them to do it. We do it all in-house. Oh, really? So we have more control that way. And, you know, back in the day, you used to have to order like a thousand CDs. Well, I had a thousand, you know, beer coasters because I couldn't sell the shit. <laughs> you know, but now, you know, we could say, well, we're going to do a short run, see if it works. So we'll do any, anywhere from like 25. In some cases, we've done 100. And once they're gone, they're gone. Uh-huh. You know, and we may do a, a reprint, but most of the time we don't. You know, it's just that's just the way it is. Now that digital um, uh, music is so available to everybody and so easy to, you know, just to download on your phone, uh, some people are not, you know, using CDs no more or cassettes. You know, cassettes has been more of a kind of a novelty thing. So, they're, right. you know, more people are buying those than, versus CDs uh, just to have something in their hand. Like the old days, you used to do your mixtapes and yeah, yeah. give them to your sweetheart or your boyfriend, whatever. <laughs> you know, so um, so we, what we do is uh, we're just trying to bring some of that back. Uh, but knowing that the market really, there's more of a demand for digital download. I mean, I think, 80, I think it's like 85% of the music being sold today in the U.S. is all digital download. Uh-huh. Um, so that's not a big you know, margin right there to actually sell, you know, physical media. But some people want some stuff, you know, like for us being DIY, we can do all kinds of creative things. We can either uh, do something by hand, like, you know, for instance, we can get a piece of cardboard and, you know, do all kinds of little 
drawings on it and put the CD <laughs> and all that, make it all cute and all that stuff and, and sell it that way. So people are actually getting an art piece versus just the music. Yeah. Yeah. So we had the opportunity for them to get the music digital and then also have a physical media, but kind of in a, in a different packaging. Right. Yeah. So, so you, you once told me that you were on a you're on a, another podcast, right? You had your own podcast, mm-hmm. and is that how you got into the record business? Or no, I've been in music since I was like, well, I started recording. I, was, I had a lonely childhood, <laughs> <laughs> so <Me too. laughs> I, so I I had to you know come up with things. So I started recording. Uh-huh. You know, um, uh, my mom gave me my first little cassette deck, and I started just kind of doing my own recording shows so i would like be all three guests if i had three i would change my voice you know <laughs> it, it was crazy but i had to entertain myself because i i was lonely you know <laughs> but uh from there it moved into like okay mom i got my you got me a cassette player now i want to I want to be into music, you know, so I got into learning the drums and the guitar and the bass and the keyboards. And then I started playing punk bands and, you know, new wave bands and all kinds of different weird bands, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. We had a guy in the background uh, who used to, he had all, I guess he invaded his his, uh, his dad's garage, but he had hammers and pipes and, and chains and he was our kind of weird sounding kind of guy in the corner. So he would hit a, the pipes and hit the chains on the wall and we recorded and we'd be screaming in the background and all that kind of stuff kind of um kind of weird music <laughs> what, what is that like that industrial sound yeah it's more like, like industrial sounding you know like chains you have the hair way puffed up in the you oh, know all dressed in black and you all. have like that mohawk that, oh yeah that went yeah, you, yeah we had one of those mohawks we had puss hawks we call them puss hawks <laughs> a puss hawk was something that somebody was too much of a whatever to go go with the full mohawk so we call those the puss hawks you oh, know really? yeah <laughs> i think <laughs> you know. what they call it faux hawks now yeah they? yeah i think so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i had yeah. a faux hawk yeah oh really so he <laughs> had a puss hawk back in the day <laughs> yeah i didn't want to because you know i got bumps and lumps and dents in my head i don't want to show it off you know what i mean and then and then when i realized that my faux hawk wasn't really a faux hawk because uh because my hair started falling out and uh-huh. i didn't realize that it was <laughs> There was nothing back there. And I was like, oh, there's no, there's no hand back there. <laughs> not what I thought it was. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we got into that phase where we're, you know, using makeup, eyeliner, stealing it from your mom or your, or your sister, in some cases, your dad, you know. So, <laughs> you know, but um, it, it was a lot of fun. So we moved in, you know, from, from one thing to another as far as the music, and we progressed. And later on, I went to college and decided to do other things, you know. So I took a little break. And then... Uh, Graduated from college and said, well, you know, I really miss music. So got in and decided to do some solo work, did some solo work for a while, got some deals from, you know, some some labels and uh, decided to take whatever money I got and start my own thing. I found out that it's it's much easier when you have more control of your music and do it instead of depending on somebody else to do it, you know. Uh-huh. So we got into a, a, a friend of mine decided and I decided to go ahead and start our own label, and that worked out really good. Uh, we started recording bands in Japan. They played, you know, and they toured the United States. We had some local oh, really? bands. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Had the opportunity to go to Japan as well and and produce over there, and yeah, it was it was it was really really cool. That experience was really cool because I I, I found how. Uh, how much the Japanese people love American music, even if it sucks. They love American music, you know, you know, so it, it was crazy. In fact, you know, uh, I went to a my friend of mine who was Japanese said, hey, I want to take you to a bar since you're from Texas. I'm like, OK, let's go to the bar. Okay. So I went there and I walk in. I'm like, man, 
you know, there's and the music was all Spanish. It was all Spanish Tejano music. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, where did all these Tejanos come from? You know? <laughs> well, I looked at him like, these guys aren't Tejanos. They're they're Japanese, you know? Well, yeah. Really? Yeah. So they had a you know a Tejano bands playing and everything else. So that was real wild for me to see all that stuff you know did, did it sound legit or oh yeah no it sounded like man it was good were you know? they singing in spanish they were too? singing in spanish and everything wow. yeah so that happened and then another i don't know what his deal was he said hey we're gonna go to a, to a car show i'm like okay and so we went to a car show and then i see uh and they had some really good like uh uh hip-hop music and you know and some g g funk music and all that kind of stuff and um we went there and like where did all these East LA lowriders come from? The well, they're not. They're Japanese too. You know, it's like they really. I uh, man, it was crazy. It wow, was crazy. Man. Yeah, I mean, but I had a really good time. The music scene there is really cool. Really underground type, and you had all different styles. I mean, it's it's just it's amazing. You know, and then after spending some time over there, I decided to you know come back and continue the music, <clears throat> but then. You know, I, I was doing different things. We started doing a lot with uh, hip hop, gangster rap music. We started our, our actually our studio started producing about ninety percent of it was all hip hop, gangster. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, and um, then we started doing some rock, but m the majority of it was all hip hop and gangster type style music. <laughs> I later decided to, you know, my dad was telling me like, "What are you gonna do with your life? You know, you can't do this forever." You know, and I said, "Well." I don't know. So what did I do? I joined the military. And so, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> yeah, I decided to join the military and kind of, that was a big life changer and opened my eyes for a lot of things, uh -huh. you know, and uh, that's where I ended up. And I eventually made full circle and returned back, you know, to my hometown and all that stuff and uh, uh, decided, um, you know, I was going to just do be an educator and be a professor so i became a professor and oh, wow. was teaching you, yeah from, from mohawk to professor <laughs> oh yeah it gets it gets crazy because i got into also ministry too so that's you oh, know okay. have, okay. yeah you, yeah you should like one day like before you die you should sit down and do an autobiography and that, like start from day one yeah like in the beginning <laughs> yeah i know right you're right i know it's crazy because you know in all that time i was doing different, you know, college work and getting different degrees and all that stuff. I have my doctorate's degree and all that stuff. So it's kind of crazy. People look at me like, that dude has his doctorate's in there. Yeah, I do. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's real crazy. But, you know, I was, uh, I, I eventually got married and, uh, you know, I had asked permission from my wife. I was like, hey, you know, what do you think about me starting a label again? She's like, well, if you want, I said, you know, I said, just be for fun, you know, and I'm not really in it to try to make an, you know, an income out of it. You know, I just want to get back into the music scene, but not in the music scene where I'm like in the clubs again and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, so we decided to start Marley Records, which, like I said, you know, it's a DIY label. And basically our label is more to promote, like I said earlier. And that's our main focus is just kind of promoting the music. You know, we have bands from Brazil. We have bands from the UK. We have bands from the United States. Uh, we, we have uh, also, we're in partnership with Crooked Tree Records in Brazil and Siempre Ueda Records in Colombia. Wow. That's, that's a new partnership we're working on. And my whole idea is kind of to develop a network. So the one thing I found that it's it's kind of hard is shipping because uh -huh. the shipping cost is outrageous. So if, say, for instance, we have a person who wants some of our music in Brazil, 
Well, it's just easier for them to send it from Brazil versus paying 25 bucks for one CD that costs five bucks. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I've ordered a, a CD once from uh, the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I ordered two and it was like $25 yeah. on top of the price of the CD. International shipping. International shipping, exactly. You know, uh, so uh, what I'm trying to do and what we're trying to do at Marley Records is try to develop a network where if I have a, an artist on our label here in the States and we release it, and I would like to have that released through one of our partner labels in their region. That way, that music is accessible. Their physical, you know, physical media is accessible in that area without having the, you know, passing that cost to, you know, the consumer. Uh-huh. So that's, you know, that's my goal right now. And just, it's not about, for me, it's not about making money and it's not about, you know, this is my artist, you know, this is our, you know, empire. No, it's not. It's about spreading cool music to people. You know, that, that's, that's what it's all about. You know, so our goal is, like I said, is not to um, focus like on the, like how much money I'm going to make. It's right. just like how much money, how much music are we going to put out there for people to listen to is our goal. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then whatever money we make, it goes back to uh, producing more CDs or cassettes and also uh, to help charities out. We were really into like charity and stuff like that. Too. Oh, really? Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. So like animal charities and all that kind of stuff. We were really into all that. Are you a vegan? Uh, that's a good question. I've tried to be very, very hard. Who hasn't tried to be, man? Uh, yeah, Even I, I was yeah. vegan for like two years once. I think I was vegan for about about a year. Right. Yeah, I was really, uh, really hardcore with it, and uh, somehow something happened, and I had a little something with something in it, and then the, it <laughs> no, just, it just. It just Snowballed. <laughs> yeah, it just snowballed. But now I try to be more of a vegetarian, being that I have a small little farm. We, we grow our own stuff and everything else, too. So, you know, we grow our own peaches, our plums, our chilies, our onions, our, what do we have, cantaloupe and watermelon, all that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we try to do that. And it's it's healthy for you. There so you yeah, yeah, you sound like a very well-rounded person. I, I, I try to be. <laughs> yeah. So what so what kind of music is on your label? Does any 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 kind anybody that Well, we we're not um I can't say that we stick to one genre. Uh-huh. For example, we have everything from lo-fi, bedroom pop, and you know, these are guys that are producing whole albums on their phones. Oh wow. Yeah, so we have experimental music this month in where are we? Uh, February, we're going to be releasing, I think, Terrors of Terrors. I forgot the name of it. Terrors, Tales of Terror. And that's all what you would say deep, dark uh, noise music. Really? Yeah. So you'll have like and distortion and all that kind of stuff. You'd be oh, wow. surprised the market for that. There's a lot of people that like that, you know. And then in March, we have a, a uh, new project coming out. It's all ambient style music or uh, what they call. Uh, field recording so it's just like the sounds of someone going to like for instance a mausoleum uh-huh. and they pick up all the sounds of that mausoleum or them in church and stuff like that so it's it's we have we're more experimental lo-fi punk you know not your traditional you know mainstream music yeah yeah, yeah. oh wow I, I remember uh i i used to do a podcast called tdmr mm-hmm. and we used to do like a I, I, I thought it was ASMR, but it turned out not to be. It just turned out to be like ambient noises. Mm-hmm. And then I, I set up the microphones like outside in the backyard and pick up all the trees and the sounds and the yeah. birds. Yeah. And it, it was, and yeah, that, that, those kind of episodes did really good for a little bit, but 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, exactly. So if somebody's making music out of it, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. I, I remember one time when we had a because I had two recording studios when uh, we had our first label, and we did one. We had to record some congas, uh-huh. and we didn't have enough room in the studio, so we recorded them at the time. There, there was a, underneath the carport because it was in a two level house. There were some wind chimes, and it, the wind was blowing, and it was kind of like misting outside. But we we're out there playing, and that ambient noise man it was just so powerful when it came to the recording you know it was it was a latin song and and it's real sensual song so all those so- sounds kind of blended in with the actual recording it was sexy man oh, i'm just really? telling you it was so sexy oh wow i just had you know when yeah it was sexy that's oh. all i can say <laughs> awesome man yeah. so well, what right now like what is your favorite type of music right now well i i hate radio Radio? I, I just can't stand radio. So I'm looking for, you know, I'm online. I'm, I really like bedroom and lo-fi music. What, what is that? that? That's more like music that is like, I don't know how to explain. It's more like created in your room, you know, you know, just like someone just doing their music out of their room. Uh-huh. So, you know, uh, for instance, there's this one artist. His name is, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? I can't re- recall, but all he records is just he leaves all the ambient sound going on. So he's getting the the ambient reverb, and he plays his acoustic guitar, and it's so it's nice, man. It's just so mellow and everything else. But yeah, I really dig that style of music versus like say your traditional. I'm in a full blown recording studio and everything's I'm an isolation booth and all that stuff. So yeah. when I'm thinking about pet, uh, bedroom, it's more like do it my own self recording style versus going to a high end studio getting all that stuff done. I mean, not to say that I'm not knocking the high end studios. That's that's great, but it's just to me, it's just like more creative that way, and you have more freedom. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds awesome. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. I see. I've never heard of that that type of music before. Man. Yeah, it, it's. it's I, I really like. I said it's it's it's, it's different. And, and and now and they also you can look online too for like lo-fi beats. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like you know like old 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 style beats. You know uh, hip hop beats, and then they add like a little like, bit of piano in there and all that kind of stuff. Oh know? really? Yeah. Oh wow. See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look that up because normally I, when I look for music, I just go onto YouTube. Or I go on the on the radio and you know I just hit the scan button mm-hmm. and just anything that pops up and you know and I'll, I'll listen to it if it sounds good. Wow, yeah, you know, like for me, if you get if I get in the car, the first thing I put on is not the radio. Well, I put the radio on. Geeked up radio. Oh, okay. Next time I remember that. Geeked <laughs> up radio. I'll put it on. I actually put on just talk radio and I use that as kind of just a background sound. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because like in even in my home. Like in my bedroom, I can have I'll have like two or three radios going on at the same time, but they're all like background sounds. So I may oh, have really? one, yeah. So I may have one going on that's like, uh, you know, like uh, classical music, but then I have somebody else speaking in the background. Then I have somebody else preaching in the background. So then you have like three different things, and I use that a lot just for relaxing and also for sleeping. Really? Yeah. That sounds like a headache to me, man. Yeah. man like when I, I'm in the house, uh-huh. like complete silence. I got to unplug the refrigerator, unplug everything. Oh my gosh, I, no. I got to have like no humming or anything, or maybe just the hum, but mm-hmm. I mean, I got to have complete silence. Like when I go to bed, it's got to be complete darkness, complete mm-hmm. silence. I mean, I can't, no sounds. I, maybe when I, when I was young, you know, I'd like to have the TV on or the radio on or something like that, mm-hmm. some noise. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm like old <laughs> or middle age, I guess. Yeah. I I gotta sleep like I'm in a tomb. Wow, <laughs> <practicing>. no, <laughs> no. I I just love to have that sound. Now, it's keep in mind it's not like full blast. Right. It's just like 
there and it's vividly you can hear it you know so and for me i use it as a way of relaxing way of sleeping and sometimes just a way of having deeper thought uh-huh. i don't know if that makes any sense to you or not but you know i don't know it's just like some of those things just kind of make my my mind you know one thing about me is i jump ahead of myself and i talk and sometimes i say things i don't even know what the hell i'm saying but <laughs> you know that's the way my brain works and this kind of brings me down versus me taking some type of ambient or something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just saw a movie where some people try to take ambience, like three of them at a time. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, was, it was awesome. It was actually a really funny movie. It's called Role, Role Models. They uh-huh. have Paul Rudd in it. And so, uh-huh. Oh, man, you got to watch it. It's hilarious. Yeah, you know, you talk about movies. I dig, you know, all the older movies, man. I'm with talking Cary about- Grant and- uh, Oh, no, not that stuff. I dig, I dig like- some of the old horror movies, like I'm talking about 80s, between like 70 something, 80s, like Toolbox Murder or Toolbox to, Murder. Yeah, you what? Should, yeah, Toolbox Murder or Witchery. The other one, yeah, Witchery was a big disappointment for me. I, I checked it out the other day because I'm, I'm. When you think of Linda Blair, you think of The Exorcist. You know, uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen the movie Exorcist. Uh, I think I've seen it once when I was a teenager. Yeah, scary. But anyway. <laughs> And then to see Linda Blair from like the girl that's throwing up on everybody and 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 throwing the priest out of the window to a, a lady that's in like a, a possessed witch as an older woman now it was just a disappointment. The movie sucked, but <laughs> you know you you can see movies like Troll too. You got to check out the oh movie. man, I, I I you know I see. Every now and then there's a list where it's like the worst horror movies on there. And Troll 2 is always on there. It's like, <laughs> like one of the worst series and movies ever, man. I can't believe you just brought that up on the show, man. Thanks. Worst podcast ever. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I dig that kind of music. I mean, not music, but movies. And and the reason being is that some of the move, uh, you know, the background music that was in there is uh-huh. kind of weird. I'm like, man, I like to sample that and put it in a beat or something like that. Yeah. Talking about movie music, do you ever listen to uh, the uh, what was it? The soundtrack to Conan the Barbarian with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's like I have that CD, man. <laughs> that's like the greatest music ever put on paper, man. I mean. It's amazing. I love it. Did you ever get the doll? Like Conan doll? They had the Conan doll at one time. No. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're called action figures. Okay, whatever. It's like my son. He's like, like, dude, what is the deal with all the dolls? Wait, uh, well, uh, the Funko dolls. There you go. They're like uh, head, big headed. Yeah, yeah, Funko, yeah. yeah. I actually know. I know a guy who uh, does the podcast for that called uh-huh. the Funko Pop Alliance or something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, he collects those, and uh, he has a whole podcast dedicated to. Wow, him. wow, that's crazy. Because I'm like. I walked in like, man, what is this deal with these dolls? I'm like, we need to get him help or something because he. <laughs> but you help him buy more. <laughs> well, yeah, I have now. Now yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, now here. now I go to the store and like, oh, there's one. Let's just get oh, it for him. Yeah. Now you're so <laughs> yeah. You gotta be careful with that stuff, man. It's like comic books. You you buy one, you can't help buy buy like 150 more. Oh yeah, you you talk about comic books. When I was in Japan producing over there, they got some crazy comic books. You know, oh, really? Oh yeah, they're very different. Oh yeah. Oh, the mangas. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I keep I hear a lot of things. That, you know, I I don't read them too much, but I've read a couple, right? And you know, and I I, I guess I read like surface level. Yeah. Because you know you get dark down into the dark web of the uh, the manga series, man. They get pretty weird. Yeah. And I was like. Ah, <laughs> yeah, a lot. yeah. I remember when my friend handed me one, you know, from Japan. He's like, "Here you go, I got you a present." I'm like, "Okay." So I started looking, like, 
oh my gosh, these are cartoons doing this thing? <laughs> the things that they're doing in here, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've seen the same thing. I, when I used to work construction when I was a kid, I worked with a bunch of like these uh, Hispanics or these uh, Mexicans. They were immigrants or something uh-huh. like that. And they brought it like a, a little comic book from Mexico. Oh, yeah. Was, like the same way. I was like, real, like, oh, dang. I yeah. Go, I got to do Russian break. <laughs> yeah. <I'll- laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what, man. We, we pass that thing around. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen those, too. I remember as a kid going to, uh, you know, the Mexican part of town or the ethnic part of town or whatever to get some, you know, some, I don't know, some chilies or something like that. And going to the rack and they had all these like, ooh, what yeah. is this? You know? Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I, I thought I was like, I'd never seen anything like that in my, in my life. Because back, back then, I, I'd only known like X-Men or Marvel or DC. And then I saw this. I couldn't. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> This is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, fellas, uh, bathroom, banyo, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then we got laid off, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways, back on subject. Yeah. What are we talking about? We're talking about movies and music and everything else, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Man, so let me let me hold on. Let me think of something, man. You got you got anything to say? You want to ask any questions? You got? Well, yeah. I mean, as far as you know, as far as uh, what is your favorite type of music? You know, talking. You're asking me, and like, well, yeah, I want to know what your music is. Nobody's ever asked me. A lot. Uh, I don't really have. It goes in moods because sometimes I like uh, country, like yeah, eighties, nineties country. All right. Yeah. And then sometimes I like. 90s uh, new wave metal or new metal with like you know like corn corn oh yeah man corn's and, good yeah yeah and you know like uh and then i like a little bit of punk like uh you know offspring early offspring and stuff like that mm-hmm. or they i guess they new metal too i guess uh then uh, you know I like metallica and then yeah. i like uh you know iron maiden some of the I, classic stuff yeah, yeah and then I, i'll go back to and i'll, I'll listen to poison or i'll listen to uh uh, Belle Dib DeVoe, I forget their song. Bella Bud DeVoe, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they weren't they part of R&B. like, yeah, R and B, yeah. yeah. So then, I, you know, I'll, I'll listen. I like, I love American music. Yeah, I love American music. I love it. Gangster rap, you know, NWA, oh, yeah. you know, Ice Cube, all of them. Uh-huh. And then you know, and then like nowadays, you know, again to more electronic EDM music. Yeah, like yeah, that. I like that sound. And whenever the mood hits me, I mean, I just I pick it up and I I, I just love it. Yeah, and you know, and then. I'll listen to like uh, banda music or ranchero oh. or whatever it's called. Ding, 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 ding. You know yeah, the or, ones with the big curly boots. Is that the ones? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like Tejano music, you know. And yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And, you know, and I have CDs and uh, of like all types of music. Just whatever the mood hits, man. I I gotta have something for the mood. Right. Right. Yeah. So like classical and everything. I I love music. Yeah. I can't help it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm right there with you. I mean. Nowadays, with the music that you hear on 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 the radio, for me, you know, some of that stuff, like I don't, I don't get it, you know. And yeah. it sounds like so much the same. And now that 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 what is it? That new rap they have? What is it called? Trap music or whatever? Trap music? Yeah, is it I trap or track or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I, I like a, I like a couple couple of those, man. They're pretty good. Yeah, or mumble music. They got whatever. Oh, man, you know, that's yeah. Like, uh, what uh, uh, what was it? Bone Thugs and Harmony, man. I had like a couple. Of those oh yeah, they're, they're good, man. Dude. Oh man, I, it's like uh, like when everybody was hating on what's his name, um, what's his name? Uh, I forget his name. Uh, what's his name? Takashi Six Nine. Uh huh. Everybody hated him, and you were making fun of his rainbow hair and stuff like that. I was man, I was jamming out. I was like, man, his his music was loud. It was very it had a lot of energy, and mm-hmm. at that time, that's what I needed in my life. I needed a lot of energy, a lot of 
you know, loud music. And man, I was just like, man, all the time just listening to that. Because uh-huh. it was just this, this like raw energy in his music. And then, you know, and now he went to prison. So, yeah, I was going to say, wouldn't, going yeah, on. yeah. And yeah, I guess he's going to be in prison and do, uh, do 69 there or yeah, something. Yeah. Like- <laughs> It's more like 68. Yeah. <laughs> Pin cushion. I don't know. <laughs> See, I, exactly. I, I have no idea of what's going on. So as soon as he went to prison, I mean, it's like, uh, it's like uh, also like uh, there was a, a Texas rapper, the South Park Mexican. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Man, I used to have uh, like six of his CDs. That song five. like Wiggy, 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 Wiggy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I, man, I loved his music, man. And then he went to prison, too. And I was like, oh, well, there you go. Yeah. You know, and it's, it just seems like um, like a. That that seems to be the trend, and when somebody I like their music, they go to prison. They go to prison. <laughs> like, okay, no, don't like anybody too much. Well, you know, the, when you talk about new music, like one of the the artists that I do say, well, you know, it's pretty pretty good. Is that uh, Post Malone? I don't know uh, if you heard any no, of his heard stuff. Anything. He has that song called Wildflower or something like that. It has to do with Spider Man or something like that. It, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So um, it's pre- that's pretty good for for for. New music, I, I think you know. I'll, I'll listen to some of his. I like the way it's kind of like R and B is kind of rap. Kind of, it's kind of a mixture. And for me, that's what I what I, when I when I listen to it, that's what I hear. But out of all the new music, that's probably the guy I would listen to. But even like country music is not very country to no, me no, anymore. No, not, not anymore. That's why I listen to like the nineties, eighties. Right. You, know? you have George Strait. You have uh, Brooks. Brooks Gar- Dunn, Brooks, there you, you go. Have, uh, George Montgomery. You have uh, so so many more. You right. Know what I'm yeah, they were just awesome, and they had a good beat, good rhythm, mm-hmm. and, it, and it was just like it took you on a, a on a ride, mm-hmm. and it was like a, an adventure. It's like kind of it reminds me of this documentary I saw with the Metallica, and it was Kirk Hammett. You know, he mm-hmm. was the lead guitarist for Metallica. Mm-hmm. He was talking about music should take you on a, like a roller coaster, and he was talking about his like uh, like his solos that he would do. Mm-hmm. He like I try to take people from point A to point B, then point C or something like that, and mm-hmm. and I was like, man, that's like. That's exactly what I look for in music, man. I, I like a, a thrill, you know. You build me up, then let me down, then build me up again, and s- send me home. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, but nowadays it's like it's it's changed so much. At least radio music, but you know, underground yeah. music has always been underground music, and there's a lot of good underground bands out there, you know that you know that are waiting to be discovered. You yeah, know? and hopefully Marley Records can discover them and put their music out. There you go, man. I hope so, man. Because yeah, there's like one one station on the radio that's underground. I think it's like a it's an NPR station, so it's you know it's pretty independent, right? Right. And it's like ninety one point seven or something like that mm-hmm. and i heard this one this one guy on there his um his name was borns b-o-n-s right but mm-hmm. it, it had the o with the cross line in it mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. and man i heard his song on there it was called faded heart oh i, I had to download it right mm-hmm. and then i heard that and then i just went on to all his other songs and it was amazing mm-hmm. and you know that's i've never heard him on regular radio i've never heard of him before mm-hmm. but Man, it, it was just amazing. He keeps making music, but you know he's not on the radio anymore. You know what I'm saying? He's you know, completely on the ground. I, I recommend people that if they have time and uh, you know got some time to burn or whatever, visit Bandcamp. I don't know if you ever visit Bandcamp or not. Heard of it. It's called Bandcamp, like Band and Camp. Uh, dot com and they just have loads of different artists you know the different genres they have you know like i said noise they have lo-fi bedroom pop uh tr- you know indie rock all these different genres they have them there uh, tribal all kinds of different things but uh, most of the music there is some of it you have to pay for but a lot of it is like pay pay what you want like you know okay i, I can get this song for 
you know, it's up to you. You can either pay zero, you know, nothing, or you can pay a quarter or whatever. Right, right. You know, so, I mean, it's it's a really good place to find new music. And, and it's not, you know, not all of it is going to be, say, you, it's going to, you know, meet your taste or whatever, but there's something out there for everybody in it. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's a cool site. And uh, you can find some really good things. I mean, we're Marley Records is on Bandcamp. We use that as a way to distribute our music. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so we're on there, and you can find our CDs, our cassettes, our digital downloads there. All our digital downloads, are, most of them are all for free. And, uh, yeah, we give our music away. So yeah. Oh, wow, man. Yeah. And wh- tell me where else can people find your uh, You can find us at MarleyRecords.com. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us, you know, Marley Records, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, Marley Records, Pinsters, Marley Records, all the major uh, social media platforms were on it. Okay, so that's that's how you can find us. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Yeah, Damn. yeah. So so normally when somebody wants to find you, they just shoot you an email or DM. yeah, you can send us an email. Like if, if there's a band out there that's interested, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. E- we have two. We have a uh, two email accounts. One of them we we uh, we use just to correspond with people. But to submit your music, you want to uh, send it to submit at marleyrecords.com. It's called it's submit at MarleyRecords.com. Awesome. Yeah, and we'll get back to you. We have our our mailbox is always full. And one thing about us, we don't just go, you know, like, oh, okay, yeah, I heard. We actually listen to every track that you have uh-huh. and um, take it from there. It's really easy. We're easy to work with. We don't want your rights to your music. We what, what makes us different, too, is that we're a partnership. We try to partner with our artists to just get their music heard, man. That's it. We're not, again, we're not out here to make millions of dollars or exploit the artists. I mean, I've been on both sides of the fence, you know, when it, when it comes to a traditional record label and also as an artist and the business part sucks you know especially for the artists you know the, the one who's making the money is really the label right but in 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 all the way our label works is we're, we're we're working together as a partnership you know so it's about promoting them nowadays the way the music industry has changed now that it's become so you know digital uh it's just easier to to partner with them instead of saying well oh yeah i'm gonna do this and this and then i'm gonna have like own your music and all that. We're not interested in that, man. And, cool. and if that's what you're looking for, go to another label because that's not us. Right, right. Man, uh-huh. cool, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Geeked Up Radio. I've been your host, Ricky, the Jolly Rancher Commander with special guest, Mario Redondo. There you go. And make sure, you know, like, share, and subscribe on everything that he does, Marley Records, and over here at uh, Geeked Up Radio. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One more thing. We do a special thing on the show, man. Okay. All right, so... Normally, Lalo's in the in the studio with us, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we ask him to do the moral of today's show. Mm-hmm. So, and since you're a guest, I'm gonna I have the guest do it because I'm not very good at morals. I have bad morals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we'll ask you. Ready, mm-hmm. Marty? Mm-hmm. Turn, turn, turn. What is the moral we should learn? Give. <laughs>